Hi, this is Amanda, the Emotional Strength Trainer. Thank you so much for hitting the go button on this week's podcast. This week, I'm going to talk to you about passive-aggressive communicators. Uh, There is an epidemic of it in society, and this week's podcast, I want to shed some light on the emotional aspects of passive-aggressive communication style. And uh, as I was doing a little bit of research, I had one of my own ahas when uh, I was having a look at some information from, you know, the psychology sites and those sorts of things. Because I have a lot of passive aggressive communicators around me at the moment, and I recognize that it was essentially just their scream for, please pay attention to what I'm trying to say. Now, When I went and did some research, Wikipedia says that passive-aggressive behaviour is the indirect expression of hostility, such as through procrastination, stubbornness, sullenness, or deliberate or repeated failure to accomplish requested tasks for which one is often explicitly responsible. Now, if you have a look, too, at the passive-aggressive communicator, the person who is trying to get an outcome, they actually never ever get what they want because their communication is structured in a way that they're hoping that the other person or people that it is aimed at, that they cop the tip. And essentially, especially if you're dealing with narcissists in any way, shape or form, they're never going to cop the tip. They're never going to sit there and look at the things that you're actually saying and go, oh, is there something wrong? Would you like me to help you with that? Or am I missing something? They're often not going to do it. But what you do do as a passive aggressive communicator is that you can confuse people and they don't know whether they're Arthur or Martha. Now, if you look at where passive aggressive is born from, and that's why I chose the graphic of the little girl It's often a case that a child has grown up with a dominant parent and a submissive parent, again, often a narcissistic and codependent uh, parenting style. So if you were ever told as a child, oh, we won't tell dad that or we won't tell mum that, there's this passive aggressive conditioning that we have things happen and then it's got to be hidden or it's got to be an unspoken word or those sorts of things. But now as a, if you look at the uh, Wikipedia response to there are behaviours that can also be seen as passive aggressive. And this is where I had my aha about my experience because I'm one of those people that can honestly say by putting up my hand that I have um, used passive aggressive communication in my time. And what it is, is essentially it's trying to avoid a conflict. But the self-sabotage part of this is that it will you'll, you'll end up getting a kick in the face with it. So when you look at the behaviours and from a workplace point of view, if you're not doing your job properly or could, you know, repeatedly late or you're, you're cutting your nose off to spite your face because they're going to see you as a bad performer and... and all of the powers that be will start to make sure that you're uh, seen as the incompetent one, those sorts of things. But when you're talking from a point of view of a saying things to people, what you're doing is expecting uh, an outcome. And more often than not, 
you're not going to get that outcome that you desire. But at the other stage of it is, and what I've been looking at uh, with the people around me, is they're looking for a fight. So while they don't want the conflict and they know if they were to directly say what they really mean to the people that they're aiming the passive aggressive communication at that it would go boom but at the same time what I've also noticed is they're begging for it they're begging for the boom so that they can get it out of their head because they've been suffering with this passive aggressive communication topic for a very long time and they're they're frustrated they don't know what to do they uh, you know and it's a kind of like a blame mentality so as with all relationships we do have to take responsibility for our role in how things go now if you are a sort the sort of person who doesn't like conflict but you are stewing because all of these things are happening and you feel powerless what is the best plan for you is to do some work around being okay with conflict okay and getting good with the understanding that being able to say exactly what you mean call a spade a spade you're able to start to get an awareness uh, to the people around you that you have an issue now if you have issues that have been going on for a very long time and they're associated to one person you are not going to bode well by bringing up ever since I was six you've ignored me that's not going to work what you need to do is bring it back to the most recent example and then say what is bothering you from the very latest point of reference because often people have been empowered to behave a certain way and once again if you're dealing with a narcissist they don't care they have no empathy they will never look at your side of the story they're never going to be interested in your side of the story because it's all about them okay so if you feel powerless in that situation then it's time to step into the most recent example and state what you want very clearly without emotion without going into the history of it and then if you need to work back so if they're sitting there and they're going well you've never said anything well, no, I haven't because I've always been frightened of conflict or things ending badly. Okay. So part of the other reason with the avoiding conflict is that you may have other areas of your life where you feel powerless and this passive aggressive behavior is part of the only place where you do feel like you have a small amount of power and you're able to send that message rammed home with this gentle soft you're making me angry so I'm just going to be naughty in inverted commas okay so again that's a big part of the process when you're recognizing if you are a passive aggressive communicator or if you have passive aggressive communicators around you to understand where they might be uh, in a position where they have no power somewhere else and the only power they can derive by making other people's lives feel uncomfortable is in this situation that you're looking at so my aha that I had when I was little uh, I was described uh, as moody I used to uh, sulk a lot and it occurred to me that that was my only expression of passive-aggressive 
behavior that I had any space for because I was never allowed to have any of my own natural emotions as a child. We weren't allowed to cry. You've heard me say this before. We weren't allowed to have an opinion, all of those sorts of things. So my only form of defense, if you will, was to sulk. And that's because I felt powerless in a, from a point of view that conflict that came with speaking your truth or chucking a tantrum or whatever, the price to pay was too significant. Okay, so that has helped me understand why I was moody as a child and again grateful that um, over the time that I went into my awareness of my behaviour and how moody just didn't suit me, that I have been able to uh, get away from that kind of behaviour. And do you want to know who my biggest gurus that has been with? My children. Because my husband and I have decided in this home that it's open and honest communication. We say things, we get it off our chest and we move on. So none of us are sulkers anymore, unless <laughs> unless it's between me and my husband and I'm not ready to ream him over something. And you know, my husband is, is quite, he's quite good at it now. We can call each other on it. Oh, who's sulking today? That kind of thing. <laughs> and it's, um, it's quite good. So that's the part that I want to bring the compassion to the table for you if you have somebody that is being passive aggressive in your life. Understand that they have uh, a feeling of nil power, that they hate conflict and there is probably a significant story behind that hating conflict. In essence, it is a cry for help. And if you aren't a narcissist and you're listening to this and you can recognize that behavior in other people, then give them the space to be able to have a word. You know, do you realize that the what you're doing here is a passive aggressive form of communication and, and like what's really going on? Give them that space. If that's not the person that you are and somebody keeps doing the passive aggressive and it's making you feel destabilized then you just have to 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 stand in your truth and your uh, action and let them know that that's not how you wish to be in a relationship with them whether it's a colleague whether it's a friendship whether it's a romantic relationship and just speak your truth i see what you're doing there i'm not going to bite do you have a real issue at hand or are you just going to keep doing this and then understand that their self-sabotage, if they're not prepared to recognize and change, even through the empowerment that you're providing them to give them an open floor to speak, that's got nothing to do with you. You can step forward in your communication style and know that their behavior says everything about them and nothing about you. So I hope that this is uh, helpful to you and that if you do have any passive aggressive uh, stories in your life if you want to share them you're welcome to do that on my facebook page amandafoy.official now i have some great news that i want to share i'm going to the uk in november and i will be speaking at three events in london manchester and birmingham they start on the 14th of november and it's a full day and it's associated with this fabulous project called project positive change and it's uh there's a group of between six and seven speakers that will be there for a day long 
conference, if you will, and we're going to speak about our journeys. Like it's it's ordinary people doing extraordinary things, and giving you the template that you need to help start building your life. So if you're in the UK at all and you're listening to this, I would love it if you would consider coming. There will be a link on the bottom of the email today that will take you to the lead page which will give you all of the details and uh, I'll also find the event that we can share with you so that you can uh, see all of the speakers and we're going to share videos and things leading up to the day. It's only £97 for the day on uh, the early bird rate so I would encourage you to jump in and also the the uh, tickets are limited to approximately 50 people per day we're not getting a very big venue this time so if you would like to jump along we'd love to see you so thanks again for listening i hope you have a wonderful week and i do look forward to hearing from you if you have any passive aggressive issues if you're the person that is using passive aggressive uh, behavior and you aren't coping with stuff in your life do book in for a session with me or consider jumping on one of my mentoring coaching programs and we can get to the bottom of that little girl little boy that uh, was diminished as a child and this is why you're communicating in a what you feel is a powerless way okay have a great week bye for now